Hello everyone. Welcome to Coffee Chats by Felistas. And today we are lucky to have Jerry. Jerry is a Yali Mandela Washington alumni for Young African Leaders 2019. What is the Mandela Washington Fellowship about? The Mandela Washington Fellowship for Young African Leaders is a flagship program of the US government Young African Leaders Initiative. And the fellows are between the ages of 25 and 35 who are accomplished leaders and have established records of promoting innovation and positive impact in their communities and countries. So Jerry will explain to us his journey and how he was actually successful to travel to Washington DC and how he was able to answer the questions so that other African young leaders can benefit from this fellowship. Welcome so much Jerry and help us understand what are we supposed to do to be yearly 2022 Mandela Washington fellows for young African leaders. Thank you Felista for giving me an opportunity to share on my experience during the application of Mandela Washington Fellowship. My name is Jerry Mangena. I'm the Mandela Washington Fellow alumni of 2019. I went under the civic engagement track at the University of Georgia. Apart from that, I'm the co-founder and director of Aqua Farms organization and non-government organization based in Tanzania that is working on um sustainable utilization of aquatic resources with the coastal and lacustrine communities of Tanzania coming to your application i do understand at this time of the year everyone is so much excited to put down the application so that they could be the next mandela washington fellow it's great that you have interest and i believe that everyone is a leader at their own pace and you should know that the mandela washington fellowship is looking for young african leaders who are already doing something in their communities nation or the continent at large question number 1 says that please give a brief description of any major professional accomplishments within the last year and your long term goals and aspirations why have you chosen this work so to address this question you have to choose one of your strong ideas or projects or work that you've done that already has impact i understand many of us have multiple projects that we are doing and most of them have impact but you have to choose one and that one is the one that you'll have to use throughout your application confusing confusion will come when you will have to use different different projects all over your application and at the end of the day it won't be clear exactly what you are doing so this question has like four parts the first thing you have to do when you see the questions of of this nature is you have to break them down into pieces For this question i will breaking down into three or four pieces the first part will be what are the major professional accomplishments in the last year 
the second part will be what are your long-term goals the third part will be what are your aspirations so as i said earlier after you have had that one big idea of yours make sure that you go with it throughout the application and what you have to do here is to show its impact let's say you are working with youth then specify the number of youth that you are working with that you have helped move from point a to point b furthermore on highlighting your major professional accomplishment make sure that you're not being sarcastic or not being honest you have to be as honest as you can by giving up big numbers of let's say i've helped 10,000 or 100,000 youngsters or or women or children will not put you in a better position to win the application but rather being realistic on what you have accomplished in the last year remember the question is about last year so if you have impacted one two ten people then be realistic as possible and put it down the second question is long-term goals so remember your first big idea amplify it and be smart being smart i mean that establish your goal that can be that is very specific to your idea it's very measurable realistic and define its time frame for example say that you will increase your impact from point x to point y by this period of time i would want to give a simple example on how i answered this question from what i remember i identified my major professional accomplishments as the number of youth that I was able to train over the year 2018. And in that case, I mentioned 2,500 young people that I trained on economic competitive agriculture. And currently out of those 16 were already running their own farms. Then when it came to the question of what are my long-term goals, I mentioned that the number that I will be having in terms of trainings I've given, the numbers of ventures that I will want to see, as well as the impacts of the trained youth to other youth in that big picture. And I gave a time frame of seven years. Coming to the third question, which is about aspiration. Again, it should follow the lines of your big idea do not come with a new aspiration that does not completely align with your project or the impact you're already doing for example you have been working on food security issues then you should aspire something similar alongside those goals i know different people have different aspirations but sometimes we overlook the true aspirations that we have. So it's very important to keep in mind that you have to put an aspiration that relates so much with your idea and something that you really aspire.
do not write for instance me as a fish guy i'm aspiring to become an athlete it might be true but it my efforts right now are not pushing me any closer to this desire another important thing that i think you should know is that do not jargon use a very straightforward english that is easily understandable by everyone do not go and google vocabularies thinking that if you write a complex essay that's the way you'll get to win your application no it has to be simple english easily understandable and if there are technical terms within your field try to clarify them clearly but also in this question you have an opportunity to also introduce yourself and mark your professional title for instance for my case i would say i am jerry mangena i'm a marine biologist that will position you in a better position because you are also a profession in a particular area that you are also practicing but this does not mean that if you are not in that particular area and you have been doing impact it will disqualify you no great i hope question number one you've been able to capture it very well coming to question number two it says based on your understanding on your preferred track of study what skills and knowledge do you hope to gain from the fellowship that you will not be able to develop through other education or training how will you use this those skills and that knowledge to adapt your activities in your home country and or community within the next three to five years so in the mandela washington fellowship there are three tracks if not four at the moment but during my time we had the business truck civic engagement truck and public service truck so as you are responding to this question first of all jot down what are the skill gaps and knowledge gaps that you have second just do your homework through the alumni through the previously published information in different sources what is being provided by the mandela washington fellowship let's say for instance in the business truck or in the civic engagement truck or in the public service truck that you have interest with after doing your homework attest and look on these skills that are being provided with the mandela washington fellowship what exactly do i need and how can i definitely use them so after you're very clear about it then you would respond to that question by showing what exactly you want to learn so for my case i mentioned i was in the civic engagement track so i mentioned i wanted to learn about strength-based leadership because i got teams and it's very important for me to have skills and knowledge on how i can leverage on the strength of every individual in my team i wanted to learn about strategic planning that is to help me have a focus of where my organization wants to go in the next 5 10 or 20 years ahead 
I also wanted to learn about grant writing skills and fundraising as this is a non-profit organization so most of the time we are depending on donor funded projects but also I wanted to learn about sustainability and in this case how can my organization be sustainable so by giving those examples I hope you can be able to literate and identify what are the knowledge and skills gaps that you need and be in a position to write them down the, the other part of that question asked how will you use these skills from the fellowship to adapt them to your activities so now you have to connect what you want to learn and when you come back how will you use it I have given examples on why I needed the strength-based leadership, why I needed the sustainability. So that's the same way you should be able to uh, justify your needs. But another thing which I think is very important is that the Mandela Washington Fellowship is aiming at creating a ripple effect. What do I mean by a ripple effect? If I'm trained, I'm expected to train many other young Africans so that they could be as best as me. So, having those skills, one of the best ways that you could use them is to come and share these skills with others, the people you live with, the people you work with, young other Tanzanians and Africans on how they could definitely use that skills in succeeding towards what they are working on and making the impact to their community. So that marks the end of the second question. Something that is very important that I was about to forget on what you're expecting to gain from the fellowship, I think it's the network. You should be able to justify that very clearly that this program can highly help you to get an African-wide network of the sub-Saharan countries, but also in US. And this network can help you grow as an individual as well as at professional level and amplify your impact. I think that's a very important point that you should know because it's one of the strength features of the Mandela Washington Fellowship. Coming to question three, it asks that public and community service are essential responsibilities for a leader. What communities do you most hope to reach and engage through your work and how are you working towards this goal now and what else do you hope to accomplish in the future? So this is a validation question. It tries to validate what exactly did you say in question one. And remember that big idea or strong idea that we mentioned earlier? Here it's where you are supposed to use it again. So you mentioned earlier that you are working with XX group of people and you've been able to reach XX number of people. And then now what you're supposed to do here is to explain your target group clearly if it's youth you can explain further 
are they disadvantaged use or what what is it about the target group that you're having but also the same same question you have to break it down again so the first question is like what community so it's for you to define exactly what are the target groups that you're wanting to work with or you're already working with that you have the impact with and is the one that you have listed on the first question but then the second question is how are you working towards this goal now so you mentioned that you reached 10 people then explain the methodology what was your method of reaching these 10 people how did they move from point x to point y in terms of their success and you think it's an impactful thing or a life-changing thing to them so as you mentioned your method explain how successful each method is by using numbers and these numbers should sum up exactly to what you mentioned in the first question then the same question is also broken down into what else do you hope to accomplish in the future again as i said this is a validation question so it's very important to remember your long-term goals and put them here again do not be afraid to repeat text just put a different language and express what you want to tell in a simple understandable language going to question number four it says that mandela washington fellowship values diversity equity and inclusion and strives to reach diverse audience through all programming provide a specific example on how you have committed yourself on these values on your personal and your professional and or personal life so in this question you have just to demonstrate how you are living the values of diversity equity and inclusion and the best way to answer this question is by to tell a story tell a story that this story will actually help you out to make the person reading to feel exactly how you're practicing that particular value whether of equity diversity or inclusion it could be around the people you have employed in your company or your organization it could be about inclusion in discussions around your team it could be how you involve and master the diversity of culture and you do not have to look on big words here what you have to look is a story that can be easily be understood and how exactly did you practice the concept of diversity equity and inclusion make sure all these are clearly seen and something which is very important is that most of us we are practicing these things but we take them for granted but if you look back at your story you will be in a better position to answer that question better coming to question number five it says that nelson mandela said do not judge me by my success judge me by how many times i have fallen down and got back up again strong leaders are able to effectively handle challenges the covid 19 global health pandemic has posed significant challenges that globally both globally and locally 
describe a specific instance when the pandemic or its repercussions posed a problem that helped you grow as a leader. What did you do and how are you applying the lessons learned from the, this experience in your current work? So this question was not in my application, but I will tell you the best way to answer this again is to use a story, a story that connects to your big idea and the way that you overcome that challenge. It's very important to clearly show the instant itself by using a story and then the methods that you use to go around that and how exactly that has transformed you in terms of your thinking, in terms of your normal behavior or in terms of your way of thinking towards different things that you want to do or even how it's now influencing your decision making so it's very important to demonstrate that because that actually is what tells on how you grew as a leader remember story that someone can feel that you really went through challenges is what exactly that can make that person understand your methods and your lesson learned so give a story out of your challenges one thing you should know do not create a false story because you always have a story that you have to give just think about it and try to remember do not take anything for granted nelson mandela was awarded the Nobel peace prize for working with leaders of the south african government to agree on a peaceful transition to multi-party rule and an end to apartheid demonstrating that leaders can achieve the progress despite of differing views or identities please explain a situation where you have worked with people from different backgrounds identities or perspectives and had to use your leadership skills to resolve a conflict or disagreement what actions do you take and how many how did you encourage respectful discussion so again i will say use a story and here i will tell my story so that you could know how i responded but what has actually happened to me and what are, what were my lessons from from that so i i started my ngo with my other colleagues back in 2016 while we were still at university. Soon after graduation, we were able to get a particular job or a consultancy that brought money to the organization. But then at that time, the organization needed a lot of money just to be in place. So what I thought for myself is that let me keep this money and then we use it to pay our operational costs so that we could keep running at least for the next few months. But I did not consult any of the other people, remembering that this money was paid, was supposed to be paid for the, to the individuals who conducted that particular role. But then my colleagues, because they are leaders as well, they questioned exactly why I'm doing this 
this is not fair because I did not explain to them and all that. And later, I realized that it's true. Their claims are very valid. I did not include them in, in, in the decision-making process. I just made decision on myself on over something that is not even mine. And at that point, everyone was so much high on me trying to say that you know just responding in different languages which are not peaceful but then what i did is that i called the meeting and i explained to them what was the idea and everyone was so happy that i wanted a very clear thing but their concern was that i did not include them so i said sorry to them and i said that i will do my best not to do that again and they forgave me and after that everyone actually was willing to put even more money just to have the operational cost for the NGO by then and with that sacrifice we were able to get money that took us through the year not even few months but also um, more thrust and energy from the people who are volunteering their time and effort to do the activities within so the ability of me sitting down in that hot environment the ability of me willing to say that i'm sorry and uh, and taking responsibility of my mistakes is actually what is holding us as a team up to today and it's a lesson that i learned and that's the way I'm currently practicing my leadership towards making an impactful life. So, what's your story around conflict resolution? It could be personal or professional, but always tied up to your leadership capabilities and how you went through it. Once again, be as honest as you can. Do not lie, do not formulate a story. Thank you. This marks the end of the seven, the six questions. I wish you all the best. Just a few tips. One, be as honest as you can. Two, make sure that you have a clear single story that throughout your application is what will be written. Three, make sure that you do not use complex languages. Four, make sure that your application is reviewed by your friends do not hide it up for yourself or even someone who has gone through the mandela as well that will give you better position for him to or her to give you feedback on how you could improve your application five if you hear any uh, meetups of people who are applying the fellowship do not hesitate to give you a hour or two and go and listen because you'll always learn something new that will help you to surpass. And if you won't get the Mandela Washington Fellowship this year, apply again and again and again until you're ineligible. All the best. This is Jerry Mangena. I'm done speaking. 
thank you so so much jerry for taking your time to take us through the fundamental part of the application that is the essay writing I know many people uh, really get challenges, especially in this part, and it will be a motivation for many young people to apply for the Mandela Washington Fellowship. Just an addition on the challenges, especially during COVID-19. I know there's some people that are employed and lost their jobs. I know there are people who had projects that were funded, but the funds were cut off. I know there are so many challenges that people have faced. So as you said, uh, using the storyline would be very good and I hope many young people will be motivated from the tips that you've shared uh, so that we can both prosper especially in professional development and also get the experience from US uh, organizations and come back to our countries and help uh, uh, grow our own personal projects or even our institutions and uh, we both help our countries grow so thank you so much I hope uh, everybody will get a chance to listen to this podcast will also get a chance to share with others so that we can encourage more young africans to apply for this uh, fellowship and we we actually both uh, reach our professional goals and so forth so thank you so much and from me and jerry it's bye bye and enjoy your week